It starts with D and ends with T. That's Dreft, the greatest suds discovery in 2,000 years. Dreft brings you the life of Riley. Dreft, D-R-E-F-T. Dreft, Procter & Gamble's sudsing miracle for washing silks, woolens, nylons, dishes... Presents the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Once a year, Chester A. Riley has a birthday, and it falls in February. And that's an unforgettable occasion because Riley sees to it that nobody forgets about it. Right now, we find him trying very subtly to remind the family about his approaching birthday. Well, what do you know? If that don't beat everything. What does, Bob? What a coincidence. What's a coincidence, Riley? It's February again. Well, what of it, Daddy? Oh, nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh, only February's a pretty important month. Lots of people were born in February. <laughs> important people. Yeah, George Washington. True. Uh, but there were other important people. Oh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Yes, but, uh, Well, let me put it another way. What other important day is there in February? Look at me and think. Uh, Groundhog Day? <laughs> Just for that, Junior. Oh, stop, Riley. We know it's your birthday this month. Oh, oh, you know. Oh, sure. We're only teasing you, Daddy. Oh, I knew it all the time. <laughs> As if you'd forget. <laughs> As if you'd let us. <laughs> well... Merely trying to make some interesting conversation. Go on. I'm wise to you, Pop. You're just hinting around for presents. Me hinting? Why should I hint, Junior? First of all, I don't want none of you to buy me no presents. But Riley... No, 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 no presents. My head's made up. Believe me, I'd love you all just as much if you gave me nothing. As if you gave me a red silk dressing gown with blue polka dots like I saw in the window of the haberdashery store at the corner of Figaro and Chester. <laughs> so you see, Junior, don't accuse me of hinting. Today's your birthday, Riley. Well, congratulations. Thanks, Gillis. Yeah, another year gone. Remember when we were kids, Gillis? You said you'd be president before you were 40, and I said I'd be president? Yeah, and here we are, and neither one of us is president. Boy, are we lucky. <laughs> hey, tell me, Riley, how'd you make out with your birthday presents? Well, I didn't get any yet. What? Your family forgot you? Oh, no, they'll give them to me, all right. I left the house so early, everybody was still asleep. Boy, my family sure come through on my birthday. They give me such expensive presents, it'll take me two years to pay for it. Uh, what do you figure your brood is getting you, Riley? Well, I, I don't know. I told them not to get me nothing this year. <laughs> Have you gone for joint? No, no. You, you don't understand. I tell them that every year. But my family's got too much respect for me to listen to what I tell them. <laughs> I hope you know what you're doing. Ah, uh, they won't forget me. Take my wife. I'm one of her very best friends. <laughs> and my kids. Many's the time they've said how glad they are that they picked me to be their father. Yeah, but it ain't what they say that counts. It's what they do. Wouldn't surprise me if they ignore you. Ignore me? <laughs> Gillis, I'm their husband and father. I'm not a relative. <laughs> I said they'd come through and they will. Okay, I didn't mean no harm. I'm just making some insolent conversation. 
too. <laughs> and I know just how they'll act when I get home tonight. They'll pretend that they don't even know it's my birthday. But I go along with the gag, see? And I go look for the presents that they've got hidden away. They hide them? What if you can't find them? But I always find them. They always hide them in the same place. The bread box. <laughs> the bread box? Well, yeah. It's a routine that we go through every year. Nobody mentions it's my birthday. And I act very dumb. I'm a good actor. Bread box for a piece of bread. And there's my present, covered with caraway seeds. I hope you won't be disappointed. Don't no. worry. I give them presents on their birthday and they give me on mine. The four of us are just like the three musketeers. All for one and one for all and everybody for himself. <laughs> That dressing gown's stunning. Are you sure it's the one Pop wanted? It's the one, all right. The clerk told me a man had been in to look at it several times, told him to hold the gown till a certain woman came in and bought it. Well, how'd the clerk know you were the woman? Your father gave him a photograph of me. Oh, <laughs> oh what a guy. He thinks of everything. Oh, Daddy'll be tickled. Junior and I bought him that pair of shoe trees. Oh, that was sweet of you, children. He's never had shoe trees. Oh, let's give him the stuff right after supper. Now, no, Junior. Now, after all, his birthday's not till tomorrow. We'll give it to him then. It's nice when it falls on a Sunday. Okay, but you know, Pop, the minute he comes home, he'll start trying to find out what he's getting. Well, we won't let on. He'll have to be patient till tomorrow. Oh, that's your father. Now, quick, hide the gown. Oh, well, give it to me. I'll put it in my room. Hiya, Duffin. Hiya, Junior. Hiya, Pop. Well, hello, dear. You're home early. Well, yeah, I... Uh, hey, uh, where's Babs? Oh, here I am, Daddy. Oh, good. We're all together. <laughs> Ain't it a beautiful day? A day like this only comes once a year. Yes, sir. Once a year. <laughs> well, I hope it's nice tomorrow. Well, who cares about tomorrow? Today is the day I'm interested in. Uh, what did you say? Uh, nothing, dear. Oh. Yes, sir. Today is the kind of a day that makes you sing. Hmm. M is for the million things she gave me. What's the song, Pop? Well, it's, it's an old song. It's, it's called Father. <laughs> F is for the family that loves him. A is for the gifts they always give. <laughs> I don't remember the words. Uh, uh, H is for the gifts they always hand him. E is da-da-da-da-da-da gifts. <laughs> Put them all together, they spell pop. Uh, what did you say? Nothing. Oh, I thought you asked me if I was hungry. Oh, well, no, I didn't, but if you are, there's plenty to eat. There's some roast chicken in the icebox and some ham salad. Oh, there's a cherry pie in the cupboard. No, no, those plain things don't tempt me. Right now, I feel like having a tasty piece of bread. <laughs> That's all you want, I'll get you. No, 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 you stay where you are. I'll get it myself. I know where the bread box is. Hey. Well, what's the matter, Daddy? There's nothing but bread in here. <laughs> well, sure. This is a fine bread box. Today's Saturday, ain't it? Well, what about it? Oh, nothing. Nothing. But just remember, pretty soon it'll be tomorrow. 
And then it'll be too late for things that should have been done yesterday. You, Mr. Riley. It's me, Waldo Benny. Oh, hello, Waldo. How's my little neighbor? Oh, my sagging sacroiliac. <laughs> Been all over town hunting for a valentine to send my wife, and I just couldn't find one that was suitable. Well, how come? There's millions of valentines. Yes, but they all say, I love you. <laughs> well, what kind of a valentine do you want, anyway? Well, I composed a valentine poem especially for her, but I don't know whether I ought to send it. It uh, goes like this. If I were Danny Cupid, oh, I would have such fun. I wouldn't shoot you with an arrow. I'd use a rocket gun. <laughs> well, maybe you better not send that to her. No, I guess not. Ah, uh, life is hard. Yeah, we all got our troubles, Waldo. Take me. Today's my birthday. And my family didn't do a thing about it. Oh, mercy. But well, the least they could have done was congratulate you. They didn't even have to do that. All they had to do was give me a present. Just to show me that they love me. Oh, come, Mr. Riley. They must love you. They let you live in the house. Well, sure they do. It's cheaper than buying a watchdog. I tell you, the average father don't get no respect from his family. I bet you if I was a bachelor, my family would respect me. No, no, just, now you just wait now. Maybe you're being a little hard on them. Maybe they didn't have enough money to buy you a present. That's no excuse. Hey, I never thought of that. Yeah, that might be it. No money. But I, I bet you if they had money, they'd buy me a gorgeous present. Well, there's one way of finding out. Slip them some money without their knowing it. And if they love you, they'll rush right out and buy you a present. Yeah. How, how much should I give them? A dollar? Well, it's up to you. It's your gift. Oh, yeah. Seven fifty? Huh. No, seeing it's for a nice guy, I'll spend ten. Why not fifteen? Mm, no, I ain't worth it. Oh, hello, Pop. Goodbye, Pop. Oh, wait a minute, son. Where are you going? Over to Egghead Gillis's. Oh, that's not... Hey, Junior, look out. Hey, what's the matter? Well, you just dropped $10. Are you kidding, Pop? No, look. They're on the floor, right in back of you. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is a $10 bill. Where'd it come from? Well, from your pocket, I guess. Oh, not mine. Where would I get it? Don't contradict me. Take it. And then here's an extra dime for bus fare. Bus fare? Where to? To wherever you have to go to shop. Take it. But it's not mine, I told you. Say it's yours. Don't be stubborn. But, Pop, you brought me up to be honest. Well, there's such a thing as overdoing it. <laughs> oh, Pop, you keep it. So long. But I... What a kid. The president with that attitude. Oh, hello, Daddy. Oh, here it is. I've been... Hey, advance. Wait a minute, little Bill. Is it a little too early? But... Fine kids. Long they pester me for them. I want to give them some. They don't take it. Am I going to get rid of this tent? The sugar bowl where Peg keeps... I'm getting me much with that. Now, I'll just slip in the ten bucks. I was just an innocent man. <laughs> I wasn't taking this bill out. Oh, I suppose you were putting it in. Yeah, that's just what I... Uh, uh, no, you're, you're right. I, I was taking... I'll hand it over. Here, Dublin. Ten dollars. Ten... Surprised it was in there, huh? What? Oh, nonsense. I knew it was there all the time. <laughs> You did, huh? Well, what's the difference? As long as it's there, you might as well spend it. And I'm sure you know just how to spend it. 
Well, there is something I've been wanting to get. Don't tell me. I'll go downtown Monday. No, no, do it now. I, I, I mean, I mean, why wait? You know the saying: "There's no time like the present." Present. Well, I, I think I will go today. Oh, Bessie. Oh, yes, Mother. Say, I've got some shopping to do, dear. Do you want to come? All right. Well, let's go then. See you later, Riley. Yes, sir. Now make sure you get the right size. Oh, what are you going to buy, Mother? Well, it. It's something I've been wanting to treat myself to for a long time. A gorgeous black negligee. Well, here I am, Riley. What's the matter? Come in, Gillis. Gillis, it's here. They got it. What's here? Who got what? My birthday present. I wanted you to be here when I opened it. What? For this, you phoned me and dragged me out of my bubble bath? <laughs> Yeah. From the tone of your voice, I thought you was dying. So I rushed over in case you wanted to leave me something in your will before you went. No, I want you to see my present. Peg just hit it in this closet. I'll see it tomorrow. I want to get back to my bath while the bubbles are still bubbling. No, no, I want you to see it now. Such a pretty box. I bet very few men get a present like this. Well, open it already. Okay. Boy, where do you see this, Gillis? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, just what I needed. A black smoking jacket. Isn't that... Well, uh, well, goodbye, Gillis. Get back to your bed. Now, wait a minute. I didn't see you. I'm by family, my friend. Let me see that. No, don't. Oh, ha, ha, ha. So they got you a smoking jacket, huh? Uh, it's a new style. With pink forget-me-not. <laughs> and a bare midriff. Uh, Who are you kidding? You know this ain't no smoking jacket. It's a negligee. Well, what's wrong with that? Riley, I have seen your figure, and this ain't for you. <laughs> face the facts with your face. Your family didn't get you nothing. No, I guess they didn't. And what does that prove? They don't love you, and they don't respect you. You're right, Gillis. They're nothing but ungrates, and they're thoughtless, and they're selfish. Believe me, I'd leave them tomorrow. Only, they're so wonderful. <laughs> In just a moment, we'll hear the second act of The Life of Riley. Meantime, this is Ken Carpenter with a word about a miracle. A sudsing miracle, to be exact. Yes, that's Dreft, Procter & Gamble's amazing suds discovery that gets dishes so clean they shine even without wiping. Think of it, ladies. With Dreft to do your dishwashing, you can set a beautiful table at every meal. A table with dishes and glasses that sparkle like jewels, whether you've polished them or not. How can Dreft do this? Just listen. Friends... Draft is different from any soap or soap flakes you ever used. For example, you know what happens when you wash your dishes in soap. They dry with a cloudy film unless you wipe and polish them. But draft suds never. Draft's rich suds rinse absolutely clean and clear. Leave no streaky soap film. So with draft, your pretty china and glasses dry crystal clear, even without polishing. Yes, you'll be proud of the way those dishes sparkle, ladies. And you'll be proud of the way pots and pans shine, too. Actually, Dreft gets rid of grease the way no soap could ever do. Dreft's kind to your hands, too. Yes, ladies, Dreft is a dishwashing miracle on every count. Try it. Monday morning, bright and early, get that bright green package of Dreft. The amazing suds discovery that gets dishes so clean they shine even without wiping. Remember, don't get left, get Dreft. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, poor Riley has finally figured out a plan to remind his forgetful family that today is his birthday. Right now, he's on his way to a broadcasting studio downtown. 
Station KLY. Yes, yes, we do. That program is called Uncle Randolph's Kitty Party. Just send the name and the age of the child, and Uncle Randolph will be happy to announce birthday greetings over the air. You're welcome. Uh, pardon me, miss. Yes, sir? Is this where they have that program that announces birthdays? Yes, sir. Well, can I get one on tonight's program? Well, I think so. Just fill out this slip with the details. Oh, thanks, miss. Thanks. There. I'll take it. Oh, thanks again, miss. This is going to make somebody very happy. Oh, that's fine. Make sure the little darling listens in. Don't worry. I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> Peg, what time is That's it? That's the tenth time you've asked me. What are you so nervous about? Nervous? Well, I, I'm not nervous. Why should I be nervous? It's 7.30, Pa. I get 7.30? Quick, turn on the radio. Never mind, I'll do it myself. Oh, Daddy, be careful. You almost knocked I'm me sorry, down. Honey. For goodness sake, Riley, is there something special on the radio? Oh, no. No, 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 nothing special. I just want to listen. Oh, the symphony's on. Trash. Let's get something educational. Oh, well, what's wrong? Oh, here, I got it. Shh. Listen, you love this. Hello, everybody. This is your Uncle Randolph. peek a doodle <laughs> Oh, murder. Shh. Let's start off with special birthday greetings to a little boy who's three years old today. Oh, Riley, will you please turn Shh. that... The little boy's name is Ludwig Davenport, and he'll find a present under the Davenport. Oh, I just made a funny. <laughs> Great. Uh, the, the kid's name is Davenport, and he'll find a present under the couch. You get it? It's <laughs> uh, better as it goes along. And now, here's another birthday greeting. Oh, brother, I'm going out. Now, you kids, sit there. This greeting goes to... Uh, Listen to this, Peg. This is a good part. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Your Uncle Randolph can't quite make out this name. Put on your glasses, you dope. Oh, <laughs> shut it off, Riley. But I don't want to disappoint anyone. I'll try once more. Now, it seems to be chess. Chess. He's getting warm. Oh, I got it now. Listen, I'm getting it. It's Esther Smiley. <laughs> Happy birthday, little Esther. And here's a great big kiss. Uh, drop dead. What a family. Ignoring my birthday. They don't even know I'm alive. Perhaps they'd like my opinion. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, hello, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Well, what are you doing around here, Digger? Oh, I'm on my way to interview a new assistant for my business establishment. Oh, did you fire the other one? Yes. He was a former elevator operator. And whenever he opened the door to admit a client, from force of habit, he said, Going down. <laughs> You, you seem a bit low yourself, Riley. Oh, I am, Digger. Today's my birthday. Your birthday. Well, well, well. Happy birthday. <laughs> so you're a year older. Good. Here you are, 49 already. No, 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 Digger. I'm only 39. 39. Mm. Hmm. I must change my records. 
imagine, Digger. My family didn't even remember. Oh, shocking. Last month was my natal day, and my dear family baked me a birthday cake. A marble cake. <laughs> that was nice. And the whole house was gaily bedecked with flowers. My favorite kind. Crocus. Um, my family ain't going to get away with this. I'm going to give them a good balling out. Wait, Riley. Your uh, birthday isn't officially over until midnight. So give them a chance. In our profession, we have a say. Never lay anyone out until you're sure of your ground. <laughs> We're all going to the movies tonight. I... Well, okay. I'll wait until 12 sharp. And if they ain't remembered me by then, I'll tell them off. I'll give them a few good digs. Oops, that reminds me. I have an appointment. <laughs> I'd better be shoveling off. Oh, Riley, open the door. What's taking you so long? Haven't you got the key? I've got it. I'm just trying to see what time it is. It's almost midnight. Oh, boy, am I sleepy. That was a long movie. Yes, but it was a wonderful picture. Yeah, very interesting title. The best birthdays of our lives. <laughs> Daddy, it's the best years of our lives. It is? Now, what made me think of birthdays all of a sudden? Oh, I'm going to bed. Oh, me too. Good night. Wait, come back. I I got something to tell you. Mm, what is it? What time is it? Uh, one minute to twelve. I'm going to hit the hay. Wait, Junior. I want everybody to hear this. Hear what, Riley? Yeah, spill it, Pa. Well, here's what I have to say. Uh... Babs, what time is it now? Well, she just told you, Riley. It's all... I want the exact time. Oh, Daddy. Well, let's see. Um, It's ten seconds to twelve. What's gotten into you? Twenty. And in ten seconds, it's coming out. One, two, three, four... Oh, Riley, four, will you get away from that door? Let us go to bed. Seven, eight... Hey, Pop, let go of my arm. Nine, ten. The time has come. I gave you your chance, but you didn't take advantage of me. Well, now I can tell you. <laughs> you ought to be ashamed, that's what. What on earth are you talking about? Forget me on my own birthday, that's what. Your birthday? Hey, you don't even know about it. This morning was my birthday, and not one of you remembered me. Oh, oh Daddy, but, you're uh, your birthday is... Junior, let your father talk. Go on, Riley. You didn't have to give me an expensive gift or a fancy party. There's lots of little ways you could have remembered me. How long does it take to stick a few candles in a cupcake? <laughs> or spell out happy birthday, Daddy, with frankfurters. Are you finished, Riley? I'm just starting. But after all I've done for you, Peg, when Babs was going to be born and you were afraid to go to the hospital, didn't I offer to go instead of you? Are you finished now? No. And you, Junior, when you were a baby, who got up at two in the morning and walked the floor with you? Mom did. Well, who woke her up and told her to do it? I did. Now, are you finished? No. And where's your gratitude, Babs? When you were a baby, many's the time I got up in the middle of the night to burp you. Well, so help me, I'll never do it again. Are you finished now? Yes. Well, then, listen to me. Your birthday is not on Saturday. It's on Sunday. It just started. Oh, don't try to get out of it that way. It's on Saturday. You see, here's the proof. This calendar in my wallet. Saturday, February 9th. Well, what do you say now? That's last year's calendar. This year, the ninth is on a Sunday. But, uh, but I, I, how could... Uh, and what more, uh, your ungrateful wife and children didn't forget you. Babs, go get your father's present. Wait a minute. You didn't forget my birthday? 
And you got me a present? You all love me? Of course we do. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> and next time, you have a little more faith in your family. Oh, Dumplin', I'm so ashamed. Junior, Babs, how can you ever forgive me? I said such terrible things when you're so wonderful, all of you. Oh, there, there. Now, don't cry. We all make mistakes. <laughs> I'm not crying because I made a mistake. I'm crying because I'm so happy. <laughs> We'll be back in a minute. Meantime, here's some special news for you ladies. Now you can enjoy fluffier new woolens, brighter lingerie, sheer-looking stockings with Dreft. Yes, Dreft, the amazing suds discovery that performs washing miracles no soap could ever do. Dreft makes your stockings look lovelier and wear longer than any soap in the world. Your nice new sweaters, too, reveal new beauty. For Dreft washes woolens softer and fluffier than you ever dreamed possible. And pretty lingerie... Why, Dreft keeps those lovely colors brighter and fresher far longer than any suds before in history. You see, ladies, Dreft can't leave any dulling soap film the way even expensive soap flakes do to make pretty washables look old and faded before their time. Dreft's rich suds rinse clean and clear. See for yourself, ladies. Try Dreft and enjoy brighter, fresher, safer cleaning for your nice things. Remember, don't get left, get Dreft. Oh, this dressing gown is gorgeous. And my own initials. But, but look, you got my age wrong. Forty-four? Oh, oh that's the size. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you like it, dear. Oh, I'll never be able to thank you. Uh, Babs and I brought you something, too. Another present? Well, let me see. Here, Daddy. Oh, just what I needed. Wooden shoes. <laughs> Daddy, they're shoe trees. You put them in your shoes. But how'll I get my feet in? <laughs> oh, what's the difference? To make my sweet family happy, I'll go barefoot. Clarkson Gamble, makers of Draft, the sudsing miracle for soaks, nylons, woolens, dishes, invites you to be their guests next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard. Music by Lou Kozloff. The script was written by Reuben Shipp, Alan Lipscott, and Jack Brecker. Mrs. Riley's Paula Winslow, Digger Odell is John Brown, Junior is Tommy Cook, Babs is Barbara Eiler, and Waldo is Dink Trout. Others were Herb Vigran and Mary Jane Croft. This is Ken Carpenter inviting you to listen again next week to The Life of Riley and reminding you for faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any suds before in history, use draft. Don't get left, get draft. Well, well, the school bell. Come fair, student. Time to spell. I'll spell D-R-E-N-E. Dream. For glamour, laughter, sheen. Right. Dream shampoo. You see, Dream is not a soap shampoo. Never leaves dingy film on hair to dull its natural brilliance. Reveals up to 33% more luster than any soap shampoo. Yes, for lovely, lustrous hair. Dream shampoo with hair conditioning action. No other shampoo leaves hair more lustrous, yet so easy to manage. Yes, Dream. again next week when Draft, the sudsing miracle for silks, nylons, woolens, dishes, brings you the life of Riley. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.